The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. Good morning, America. Welcome, Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people, all the boat rockers who are in the house that I may have missed, uh, and anybody else, to the Sons of Liberty Radio Show here on Red State Talk Radio, where we use the Bible and the Constitution not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina. The editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, and for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warned you about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys could join us here on Friday morning. I got uh, one more day of doing things like this, and uh, just some unforeseen situations that have taken place and which uh, has made it a little little more difficult than usual to do radio. In fact, a little more difficult to run things here on the website, but we're pressing through it and um, got a show full of stuff today. Uh, we're not just going to be hitting one topic. We're going to be hitting several. So I'm glad that you're here with us. If you'd like to check us out online, please do so, sonsoflibertyradio.com and also sonsoflibertymedia.com. Speaking of which, if you head over to sonsoflibertymedia.com, you can check out the articles that we have there. You can also listen to the radio show if uh, you're a person who normally watches us on social media. I wasn't there yesterday, I'm not there today, and I'm not going to be there in the morning. In fact, we won't even be able to bring Kate on due to the limits of the internet that we have here. So... Um, I tried to make sure that we had uh, good bandwidth on our internet, and the people just would not respond to my question. They said, "Oh, you have internet well that 's really nice okay and what 's the speeds <laughs> So we have enough I think that we 're able to do the radio okay i didn 't get any complaints about it yesterday, but we are recording it, and uh, so it will be uploaded both in audio format and in video format. Yesterday, I recorded the video, and i don 't know what happened to it it just it didn't stay on the hard drive, or I don't know what happened. Anyway, I've got both of them recording today. Uh, the video will be up much later because the internet speed is terrible. I mean, it's almost back to dial-up, if you can imagine that. N- not quite, but it's almost that way. That's what it feels like when you go from really high speed to, I don't know, satellite internet. <laughs> it's awful. In any case, <clears throat> for those who are listening I I put out um, the fact that we are we do have the red state player up in the section where my radio broadcast is. That will come down after the show, and it'll be replaced with the SoundCloud. That way, it'll be permanent. You'll be able to listen to that. Um, 
But while you're over at sonslibertymedia.com, do us a favor, uh, offer support. And we really appreciate it. I've noticed that a lot of people have signed up for the email. It's very important uh, to help us keep ahead, keep moving. And I'm going to tell you why in just a moment. Um, sign up with your email. We don't rent it out. We don't spam you. We don't sell it. Uh, you get one email a day later in the evening, sometime after 7, usually, I guess, around 7.30, between 7.30 and maybe 8.45, they go out. Um, and that keeps you informed of all the articles that we have on the site, those that I do, those that Bradley do, does, and also our contributors over at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. There's also a donate button at the top of the page. If you'll click on that, if you feel so led to help us and what we we let you know we have needs. It costs money to do everything that we do, not just on the internet, not just on the radio, but uh, going across the country and sharing the history of our Christian and constitutional heritage here in the United States. Uh, that costs money, and so we let you know we we have that. If you'd like to donate and you're able to do so, there's a donate button right there, and then also on the top of the page, if you feel led to partner with us monthly. You can become a son or daughter of liberty. Click on that, and you can set up an amount that will uh, help us in doing what we're doing. If you believe in the cause, and guys, again, I've said the corporate-owned CIA-controlled media has billions of dollars at their disposal to push propaganda on you. Now, if you believe in the Christian message and you believe in holding up the law, then support the Sons of Liberty. We need your support in that. You can also go to our store. You can pick up shirts, hats, coffee mugs. We got a new coffee mug in, by the way, the Resistance to Tyrants, uh, one that was red on the inside. We've also got a blue. It's got blue on the inside now. So you can check that out in the store. I think they're 15 bucks each. They're big coffee mugs, too. So if you, if you want to do that, please do so and uh, help us out at the Sons of Liberty. And we really appreciate it very much. All you guys who listen, everyone who comes in the chat nor- on the normal days when uh, I can actually do the video and uh, and it go out in the live stream, we appreciate you guys very much. More than you know. I mean, we are brothers and sisters in arms. There's no doubt about it. And, um, and it's encouraging to see other like-minded people. I know we get some people in there who aren't uh, of the same persuasion, but it's always good to be around God's people and those who are like mine. So with that said, I've got several things that I want to touch on today, okay? And I'll try to keep an eye on the clock because you just wouldn't believe, again, this is Bill Gates' windows, right? The guy who wants to pump you full of all kinds of um, big pharma uh, drugs in this pandemic. Uh, his windows, <laughs> you open up stuff. And even though I don't have the multiple monitors going on, the program opens as though it's in another monitor, and I don't know how to get it off. I'm just not that tech savvy, okay? So, again, Monday, I guess we'll be back, all the music and everything. But when you hear it, at least in the audio format, you'll you'll hear the music intro. With that said, one of the things that I wanted to do, and it was it was so good that I reposted it to Sons of Liberty. My friend Gordon Runyon, we've had him on the show before. He's got a book out. You can pick it up at Amazon called Resistance to Tyrants. And it's on Romans 13. And we've had Gordon on the show before to talk about that. So I may have this in the archive when we archive the show later today. But Gordon writes, he's a pastor at a church in New Mexico. And he writes so just anybody can understand This is one of um, the gifts that Gordon really has. 
he makes Scripture very practical, very practical, and it is practical. And he writes in his local newspaper every week, and he takes on whatever you know a particular thing is that he's been thinking on uh, going on in that week. This latest piece that he has is on QAnon, and I thought it was very relevant for a lot of people who name the name of Christ and have been following QAnon, have believing the hope, they've been taking the hopium. They keep thinking that their political idol, Donald Trump, and I know they'll tell me he's not an idol, we don't think he's God, we trust Jesus, blah, 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 blah. But you watch what they talk about. You watch what they feed on. Bradley wrote about this yesterday. They're not feeding on the Word of God. They're feeding on Q drops. They're feeding on the, the Q prophets that come out. And by the way, uh, Pastor Chuck Baldwin also had an article out yesterday. We have it up at <clears throat> the Sons of Liberty as well, called The King's Prophets Have No Clothes. It's very similar. Not only does he take on the QAnon stuff, but he takes on people like Kenneth Copeland and Robert Jeffress and uh, Franklin Graham and all these people that got behind Trump as though he was going to be the Savior. He was going to be the one to turn all this stuff around. Well worth your time to read. really is. But my friend Gordon wrote this one on QAnon. And the only reason I'm, I'm bringing this up is, guys, I don't know what fantasy world people out there are living in. That they, We have people saying, Donald Trump's really still the president. The inauguration was fake. Um, I, I, mean, I mean, you people are falling right into what William Casey said of the CIA. We'll know our disinformation campaign is complete when everything the American people believe is a lie. Well, we know William Casey saying something like that. We know who his daddy is. It's the father of lies. But Gordon wrote this great piece, and I just want to give you this, and then I'm going to tackle a couple of things, uh, what's going on with the stock market, um, this issue of domestic terrorism. We're going to hit that real quickly one more time. But this is from my friend Gordon Runyon, and it's called QAnon Exposed as a False Religion. All right, here's what Gordon has to say. Find a way to remember this time. It's historically unusual. In the span of five short years, we've witnessed the beginning of a brand new religious movement. Its meteoric rise to national promise, prominence, and its abrupt flame out. Of course, I'm talking about the conspiracy theory called QAnon. Despite some protests to the contrary, QAnon is an undeniably religious phenomenon. Embarrassingly, its ranks were swelled with evangelical Christians who would never knowingly adopt a different faith, but then did. The QAnon sense had all the hallmarks of a pseudo-Christian cult, minus the religious trappings and ceremonies. It had an unbiblical epistemology or theory of knowledge. Q was the dispenser of secret knowledge, which no adherent could get from simply reading Scripture. And this is something that I pointed out when I was saying it's almost like it's Gnosticism, that these people think they found something that nobody else found, like nobody in history ever knew what they knew. They uncovered it themselves, but they didn't realize they were being led by the nose. Gordon continues, It taught an unbiblical meta-narrative or overarching story that was meant to explain how the world works, 
It had every evil thing ever done by evil men connected and controlled by a dark cabal of satanic child molesters with the hope that righteousness, led by Donald J. Trump, was about to win the day. It had an unbiblical system of ethics in which all you ever need to do to make it to the eventual paradise is sit back and pursue cryptic information from your computer. It had an unbiblical eschatology, or theory of the end times, which held that the cosmic forces of good, whether you call that the God of the Bible or something else, had chosen Donald Trump to bring on an apocalyptic event called the storm. And in the storm, all the bad guys would be arrested. The cabal or swamp would be completely exposed. And evil itself would be eliminated from the world, ushering in great prosperity. And if you don't believe me, watch Follow the Cabal. Listen to that chick on there. And pay close attention to the to the final segment, number 10. That's exactly what she was promoting. World peace, a, a renewed you know, Tesla-like energy produced for everybody, free energy, um, prosperity. All, I mean, it was, it was total euphoria these people were promoting. I mean, my goodness, it was ridiculous. Gordon goes on. Some Q folks even believe Trump was the second coming. He himself retweeted one adherent calling him the new king of Israel. Remember that? I did a show on that before, too. Another prominent one called him the master of masters, which is the same as Lord of Lords. So, yes, it was always a rival religion. Gordon says, I am a libertarian politically, so though I am no fan of the new administration, I do thank God that we ought to be able to sit back and agree that Q is never anything more than a false prophet. Too cowardly to share his real name. See, nobody ever asked who Q was. I could have told you. It's coming out of the State Department. Because under the Obama administration, they were pushing legislation to propagandize the people, quote-unquote, legally. It's unlawful, but it's, they were trying to do it legally. So... Gordon says, he left a swath of devastation behind him in the form of a multitude of disappointed people who had their Bibles, said they believed them, and then proved they hadn't read them. That's stinging, folks. Pundits debate whether the GOP will even survive the whole Q debacle. If it doesn't, then for my money, it's good riddance. Yeah, they're just controlled opposition. The Republican Party is nothing more than controlled opposition. Those who claim Christ should do better, though. Christian maturity is shown in our ability to right evaluate, rightly evaluate the world around us in terms of the Word of God. Christian Q followers manifestly failed to do this, and now the watching world will not soon forget the links they went to for the sake of justifying their new Messiah. They have publicly proven their lack of discernment and unwillingness to apply God's moral standards to leading members of their own team for the sake of political power. This is what it looks like when salt loses its savor. That's Gordon Runyon. You can read that for yourself. If you want to share it, it's over at sonsoflibertymedia.com called QAnon Exposed as a False Religion. And he's right on. And I would pair that with Pastor Baldwin's The King's Prophets Have No Clothes. I'd pair that with that because you had Christian leaders, if you will, who want a seat at the table. They're not interested in the gospel. They're not interested in discipling the nations. 
to teach them all that Christ commanded. They want a seat at the table. They want their ego stroked. They want to make some money. All of those fake Christians, if you will, who gathered around Donald Trump so they could get their hand in the people's purse, remember that? Remember the churches that were getting money? Paula White's church, Jay Sekulow's organization, of the people's money unconstitutionally. That's where they were getting it. That was the payoff. And what have we got for it? Sold out, more in debt. Nearly $10 trillion more in debt in four years of Donald Trump. And don't give me the excuses. Don't give me the excuses. Nearly $10 trillion. Now, with that said, let me jump over here to this story. Because what you're finding is, is that the QAnon stuff was spreading like wildfire. It really was. They were allowed to put out their propaganda. And the people the, the, uh, who were you know, deciphering all this stuff, some of them seemed like pretty decent people. Some of them were just kooky people. And the real kooks, well, let me change that. Even some of the people who sounded like they're decent people are continuing with that. They're continuing to say, the military is in control of everything. Joe Biden's just a puppet. Well, he is a puppet. There's no doubt about that. But the military is in control of things. Donald Trump will be back in office soon enough. Just hang on. Hang on. We've got till March the something. We've got till April the 15th to, to do this. That's as far out as I've seen it so far, April the 15th. I'm sure when that doesn't come to pass, just like all false prophets, they'll, they'll say, oh, we, we miscalculated. It's going to be, and they'll come up with another date. If you don't believe me, this is how false prophets work. Just read the history of the Millerites, or read the history of the Jehovah's Witnesses, or read the history of the Seventh-day Adventists and Ellen G. White. That's exactly what they do. When, not, when it doesn't materialize what they prophesy, they, they move the goalposts. Oh, well, it was this, but yeah, but we got to do that. That's what's going on. Now, while they were given a lot of airtime, and brought in millions of people into this Q movement stuff. Some of our voices were being silenced. Now, some of the Q people eventually got silenced. But, you know, the Sons of Liberty, we had the YouTube channel get shut down after seven years. Why? Why? Because we brought on medical experts who expose the lies of what's going on with the convid. Because we brought on medical experts who exposed what they were actually putting in vaccines and the adverse effects that were going on there. Because we were reporting the truth about things. Not sugarcoating it, giving it to you straight, and then tying it either to the Constitution or to the Bible. Exposing the lies, because that's what we're supposed to do, Ephesians 5.11. We're to expose the works of darkness. We're not to have any part with them. And they shut down our YouTube channel. So what did we do? Well, we went over to Vimeo, because they had live streaming. 
And that's what we were looking to do. We need a live stream so we get an embed code to put on the website. That's really all that we were looking to do. And then archive that video. So what happened there? Well, uh, two days ago, as we were making our way across state lines, let's put it that way, they shut down our account, Vimeo, after like three weeks. Lost the three weeks worth of videos that we did. And it's interesting because they came back and they said, oh, it was, uh, Bradley said it was one of the shows that I did with uh, Kate Shemarani and Dr. Kevin Corbett, the one we did last Saturday on the UK tyranny, what was going on there. And then I think it was one of his shows too, and I don't know. And some of the things they were referencing were things that we didn't even talk about. Self-harm, I don't even know what that was. The only thing I can think of, think of that's even close to that was the one was the show Bradley did on suicide. But it wasn't advocating self-harm at all. It was speaking against it. So I don't know what these people are, are thinking. But again, they don't have to be specific, do they? They just formulate their policies and stick these things up. Well, now we've got Facebook. They've been empowered. I'm going to tell you, the reason Facebook is emboldened and the reason Twitter is emboldened and the reason Google is emboldened and the reason you have Joe Biden in the White House is because President Donald Trump did not do his job. And you can be mad at me all you want. You can say, well, they were beating up on him. He had time to go golfing a bunch, though, didn't he? Well, you don't know they had the Russian hoax thing and they had the impeachment. He had a lot of time to go golfing. He had a lot of time to go to, to you know storm on the stage for a minute there and talk about how the stock market had went up to thirty thousand that sacred number, and we know it's manipulated. We know it's manipulated by what I'm going to talk about this morning. These guys going with the GameStop and jacking the the cost of the stock up, you know, a hundredfold. <laughs> Good for them for demonstrating what's going on there. And nobody's going to take anybody to jail. Nobody's going to jail over that. If you believe that anybody on Wall Street's going to jail with a corrupt administration, they didn't go under Trump. They're not going under Biden either. All those guys are in bed together. But here comes Facebook again. Mark Der Zuckerberg took to his platform Facebook on Wednesday to tell us or to tell users of the social media site's new community update. I don't even know why they even do it. They're just going to do what they want. They're going to ban you for however long they want. They're going to, uh, you know, remove your privileges. They're going to unpublish your papers. They're going to use their useful idiot fascist friends from self-appointed fact-checkers to shut down your reach. Here's what they're doing now. In a 2,800-word post, 2,800-word post, which amounts to a promise of censorship, Zuckerberg wrote that it will begin efforts to hide political posts for users' news feeds. Did you get that? It will begin efforts to hide political posts for users' news feeds. Now, think about that just for a moment. If you're on Facebook, many of you are on Facebook, you know, you keep up with family. You know, they're in another part of the world. 
another part of the country. And so, you know, you can share pictures of grandkids and kids and, you know, events in your life and stuff like that. Some of you use it for messaging um, and a number of things. And then some of you actually use it to share information. That's basically all I use it for. You use it to share information. A lot of that is political information. It's news. Facebook says they're going to start limiting that. They're going to start limiting that. Zuckerberg said Facebook will begin an effort to hide political posts from users' news feeds, noting the site is aiming to promote, quote, healthy and positive interactions. <laughs> uh-huh. we'll, we'll see now that Biden is allowing the, um, the jihadis to come back in. We'll see how that works out on that platform. I wonder if Zuckerberg is going to be clearing up and cleaning up all that porn that he's got on his site. Probably not. But I was told by a friend, we have looking into some stuff regarding the former broadcaster known as Tory, who is part of that whole Q-a-nonsense mess, that... She constantly gets advertisements that are pornographic from Facebook, and she's documented it. They're going against their own policies. They don't even they're like they're like this administration. They set up policies they don't follow them. The real question is if Zuckerberg will block and shadow ban Joe Biden in the same way he blocked Donald Trump. Probably not. We'll see. But this amounts to censorship. Anyway, you slice it. RT reported civil and political groups will also face what amounts to shadow bans, a practice in which social media platforms limit the reach of a certain content instead of outright deleting it. They make it think like they're not doing anything, but you see it in the numbers. We've seen it for years at Sons of Liberty. Zuckerberg said, observing that such pages had been removed from Facebook's recommendations tab ahead of the 2020 presidential election. And that policy is now going to be made permanent. But but look, you can rest assured the people they're going to get behind politically, they're going to let their message get out. Here's what Mark Zuckerberg had to say. We're continuing to fine-tune how this works, but now we plan to keep civic and political groups out of recommendations for the long term. And we plan to expand that policy globally. We plan to keep civic and political groups out of recommendations for the long term. Well, that's fine if you want to keep them out of recommendations. But when people have liked their page, aren't you kind of going against the consumer who's actually made your platform what it is? Let me go a step further than that. It's not just that. This is going to be outright fraud. It already is fraud. I can tell you why. One, they had a really bad business model. They would charge people for likes of their page. Then they bottlenecked it and only allowed out like 5 or 10% of whoever liked their page into the people's news feed. And then what they said is, if you want to get this post out, this will cost you $250 to reach, I don't know, 50,000 of your people. 
So they were double dipping in it. The reason you got a like was so that people would see in their newsfeed what you have, because if they like your page, they obviously want to see your content. That just makes sense, right? But then they would come on the back of that. They'd bottleneck everything so you're, it didn't get out in the newsfeed. And then what was happening was they were charging more money to push that out there. And how could you trust them that they were actually even putting it out there? I mean, they got algorithms. They could just say, oh, show them that they're getting this. And you not get anything. This is what they're doing. Back in 2017, Facebook announced that it had tweaked its algorithm to reduce the spread of problematic links such as clickbait, sensationalism, and misinformation. They have no way of knowing that. No way. An earlier step to rein in verboten content, which it defined only vaguely. Though the company insists it does not moderate posts based on users' political beliefs, recent years have seen repeat allegations that its policies target conservatives unfairly, including by U.S. lawmakers. By the way, not only did Donald Trump not do anything with these guys, and so, you know what, I don't, I feel your pain that it, that you lost your Twitter account and you lost Facebook, but you're responsible for it. These guys have violated antitrust laws all over the place. This is not a First Amendment issue. The First Amendment applies to Congress. They cannot write law, period. That's what it says. This is a trust issue. They told people, just like Twitter and just like Google and just like YouTube, oh, come over here, start your business, create content, blah, 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 blah. And then they pulled the rug out from under you. The real bait here is not clickbait. It's bait and switch. These people are invi- they're, they're committing fraud all over the place. They took people's money. They bottlenecked their feed to the people that they paid that money for. And then they're shutting down their accounts. They might have just, they might have just well come to their house and rob them of their possessions. That's what they might as well have done. That's what's going on here. Meanwhile, and all these things are going to be related in some form or another, okay? We've got updates that are going on as to reasons Facebook and the like are trying to get people off of their platforms. I mentioned Vimeo, right? Well, Some of the stuff that we've been reporting on vaccines and adverse effects, those are documented in the news. It's not like they're even hidden. They're right out there in the news. They're not in the mainstream, but they are on local channels and such. One of those, if you were listening yesterday afternoon at 3 p.m., Bradley uh, comes on on GCN and also on SonsLibertyMedia.com. If you were listening yesterday, uh, he played a little audio from a report out of California where there was a healthcare worker who got his second dose of the Pfizer injection for the convids. And he died. He died shortly after that. Now, you know what they're going to do. They're going to go, oh, we have a tox- toxicology report. We have to have that. And you know what they're going to do. They're going to say, oh, it, you know, he had this, that, and the other. But when they promote the vaccine, they don't promote it. They promote it as safe and effective it, it works. It knocks out the convids. It does all this. They never tell you about the adverse effects. They never do. You have to go looking for those. 
up to and including death. Now, this particular um, deal happened in California. It wasn't just this health worker who was an x-ray technician. Tim Zook, I believe is his name. I'll read that in just a moment. There was another person that died after receiving the COVID injection, and that was just days, they were just days apart. And if you remember the other week, we had the report coming out of California that one county had shut down any more injections because of the amount of adverse effects that were taking place. And that's just from one dose. This guy got the second one. And if you remember, Hank Aaron died two weeks after getting his first dose of the Convids jab. Fox 11 reported on this, uh, this x-ray technologist, Tim Zook, 60. He worked at South Coast Global Medical Center in Santa Ana. On January 5th, Zook posted a photo of his COVID-19 vaccination card with the caption, Never been so excited to get a shot before. I'm now fully vaccinated after receiving my second Pfizer dose. Just two hours after receiving his second dose, he started experiencing abdominal pain and breathing difficulties. His health spiraled downward, and he died four days later. The doctors believed that his body reacted to something after he took the vaccine, and they called it an inflammatory reaction, said his wife of 27 years, Rochelle. And our condolences to you, Ms. Zook. I, but, you know... It's like, man, people in the healthcare industry should have access to this information to not go do things like that. I just, I don't get it. She said it was so intense that it started attacking major organs and he never had a chance to recover. This is what happens when you push a vaccine through, through emergency authorization by bureaucrats, unelected bureaucrats, and corrupt politicians. Call up Pfizer, folks. Uh, I'll have the number for you here in a second. Call up Pfizer customer service and listen to them tell you. It, it, it hasn't even got the unconstitutional corrupt Food and Drug Administration's approval yet. Still, today, now, still doesn't have it. The coroner, the coroner has said the cause of death is inconclusive for now. I think we all have a pretty good idea of what caused the guy's death. They can sit here and try to cover it up, but common sense people know what went on. His family said he had high blood pressure, was a slightly overweight, but other than that, he was quite healthy. And she, his wife said he believed in vaccines. I'm sure he would take that vaccine again, and he'd want the public to take it, she said. I, I have to wonder about that. I have to wonder if he would not rethink taking that vaccine and statements he's made. I, I really do. And so I, I, I really have to, to wonder if he would do that. There was a second person. They also received the COVID jab. The manufacturer was not listed. I don't know if it's the Pfizer or the Moderna. The Moderna was the one, I think, out in California they had to put the, the county on, you know, no more injections till they get rid of the quote-unquote bad batch. But the fact of the matter is, is this. If you go and read the studies on some of these injections, what you're finding is, is this you're finding that people showed up for the first dose and like 80% of the people didn't show up for the second dose. 
which leads to the question of what happened to those people? Did they die? Did they have adverse effects? Effects? Did they not want the second dose? What happened there? What happened? Now, this one comes out of um, Placer County, and it happened last week. An investigation is underway following the death of a person who died shortly after receiving a vaccine for the coronavirus in Placer County last week. The vaccine has not been administered, had not been administered by Placer County Public Health, officials said, without offering details on where the person received the shot. Officials did note that the individual had tested positive for COVID-19 in late December. It's un- Again, those PCR tests are bogus. They just are bogus. The amount of false positives are off the chart. And that's exactly what the developer of it said, Dr. Kerry Mullis. It's unknown what, if any, treatment the person had received for the virus in Placer County officials stressed, quote, any reports surrounding the cause of death are premature pending the outcome of the investigation. The statement from the Placer County Public Health and the Placer County Sheriff Coroner Division reads, Placer County Public Health and the Placer County Sheriff Coroner Division were recently notified of the death of an individual who tested positive for COVID-19 in late December. The individual was administered a COVID-19 vaccine several hours before the death on January 21st, 2021. The vaccine was not administered by Placer County Public Health. Yep, our hands are off of it. Don't blame us for it. That's what they want to say. There are multiple local, state, and federal agencies actively investigating this case. Multiple local, state, and federal agencies are investigating this one case? Hmm. Interesting. Any reports surrounding the cause of death are premature pending the outcome of the investigation. Our thoughts are with the family of the deceased. Okay. You see what they're doing. They're covering their backsides is what they're doing. And again, Donald Trump... You're going to own this vaccine. You're going to own every adverse effect of it. You're going to own every death that is a result of it. And the current administration that's in there unlawfully, you're going to own it for keep pushing it. While you keep pushing it. Now, in the midst of this, we've got two other things going on. We've got bills going through Congress that are going to be clear violations of the Fourth and Fifth Amendments. There's just no doubt. And by the way, this is topping off what Donald Trump failed to stop when he was in office. He reauthorized the Patriot Act. He reauthorized, he, he put, for, put his pen to the USA Freedom Act. All of them are tyrannical bills. They violate the Constitution all over the place. And by the way, if you think a no-fly list is good for people who walked into the Capitol. They didn't nobody storm the Capitol. I know Tulsi Gabbard, I'm going to play that in a minute. She mentions them. They didn't storm the Capitol. They were walking in. The videos, the, the cops were leading them along the way. Those who did damage and those who didn't, those who just went inside. It's, the, it's, their, it's their Capitol anyway. They pay for it. Well, we've got a couple of things going on. We've got this this deal that's going on on Wall Street. There is um, a film somebody told me to to watch on the housing market, the housing bubble. I think it was 2008. And you see the corruption down at Wall Street. You see the corruption in Standard & Poor's. You see the corruption in all of that. And what normally should have happened when there was a bubble 
and when there was fraud that was going on, was measures should have been enacted. But there was too much money at stake, and nobody is willing to do it. And a lot of people lost a lot of stuff. I think the movie's called The Big Short. I think that's what it was. And it kind of gives you insight into that, that guys who were looking to make money, they, they were you know, investors, they were looking to make money, and they banked on the law doing what it was doing, and they saw that there was massive amounts of fraud. There was a massive amounts of you know, people getting houses that weren't qualified for such a loan that they were getting. And they said, okay, we'll, we'll make some money off of this because all these things are supposed to kick in once this happens, once a certain thing happens. And it didn't kick in. Now, they still ended up making a lot of money, but they exposed the corruption. They saw the corruption for what it was. Now you're seeing it again. You're seeing it from these guys going and buying up Game stocks, uh, GameStop stock. What did it go up to? 400 and something dollars? From nothing, $40, $30, Pretty incredible. But now, check it out. They're going to be looking to target silver. Now, silver, in my lifetime, the most I've seen silver go up to is right around 40 bucks an ounce. I think it was 38 something. This was back like in maybe 2012. And... Imagine if these people did targeted silver the way they targeted GameStop. So these same people, and this comes from Michael Snyder. He writes, For decades, the big fish on Wall Street have been able to do virtually anything that they want, but now the small fish are fighting back, and it has been a beautiful thing to watch. Finally, it is payback time. And don't think that the big guys are, are going to lose on this either, because if they see this coming, they're going to get on it too. So if you got silver, look out. You're probably fixing to see a huge increase in the value of that. And it would surprise me if they go after gold next. That's really going to tank the dollar. <laughs> it really is. Ugh. Your dollar won't be worth hauling around in a wheelbarrow. In fact, Reuters is reporting that short sellers have lost more than $70 billion so far this year, but nobody should be crying for the short sellers. As Charles Payne pointed out during an epic ramp on Fox Business, the short sellers have ruthlessly crushed countless businesses over the years, and they did so without showing any mercy whatsoever. So now the big hedge funds want mercy themselves? Not likely to happen. And after sending GameStop... AMC and other beleaguered stocks into the stratosphere. Now investors are on Reddit. Now investors on Reddit are talking about going after a really huge well. The silver market is perfectly primed for an epic short squeeze and a coordinated assault by retail investors could make it happen. Look for these people to be uh, uh, get some indictments handed down on them too. Because the guys in charge don't want that. They they don't want you manipulating their market. They can manipulate it all they want to, but but don't you guys come in here and try to do it and make out like a fat cat. All right? You can check this out at sonsoflibertymedia.com. There is, um, this is what they had put. This is an excerpt from the post on Wall Street Bets 
Reddit subgroup that everyone is talking about. The silver futures market has oscillated between having roughly 100 to 1 and 500 to 1 ratio of paper traded silver to physical silver. But let's call it 250 to 1 for now. This means that for every 250 ounces in open interest in the futures market, only one actually gets delivered. Some people get real silver. That's what I recommend you do. And some people get a piece of paper that says, oh, yeah, you you bought some silver. You don't know if they have it or not. These people are so crooked. And again, this goes back to the Scripture. God says, not only that he hates hands that shed innocent blood, like for abortion, we put a big deal on that. And it is a big deal. It's a really big deal. But he also says he doesn't like those who engage with unjust weights and measurements. He calls that an abomination, too. But somehow that doesn't register on Christians' radar somewhere. That's just as wicked. Most traders, we're told, would rather settle with cash rather than take delivery of thousands of ounces of silver and have to figure out the store and transport it in the future. The people naked shorting silver via the futures markets are a couple of large banks and making them pay dearly for their over-leveraged naked shorts would be incredible. It's not Melvin Capital on the other side of this trade. It's J.P. Morgan. Yep, J.P. Morgan are some of these people that influence. They have money to influence. And they do need to be taken down. No question about it. Time to get some payback for the bailouts and manipulation they've done for decades. That's right. These banks, these traders, all this kind of stuff, these guys have gotten bailouts on your back unconstitutionally through corrupt politicians. And by the way, some of that was in that COVID relief bill that Donald Trump signed last year. Oh, but it was the Democrats. He put his name to it, folks. Don't tell me about Democrats. Don't tell me about Republicans. All of them are in on it, except for a very small handful that don't vote for any of that stuff. They vote against it, and they do it consistently. Time to get some payback for them. Those bailouts, manipulation they did with their fascist politicians. The way the squeeze could occur, occur, according to the Post, is by forcing a much bigger percentage of the futures contracts to actually deliver physical silver. There's very little f- silver in the COMEX vaults or available to actually be used to be used to deliver. And if they have to start buying in mass on the open market, they will drive the price massively higher. There is no way to magically create more physical silver in the world that is ready to be delivered with a stock you can eventually just issue more shares If the price rises too much. But this simply isn't the case here. The futures market is kind of the Wild West of the financial world. Real commodities are being traded. And if you are short, you literally have to deliver thousands of ounces of silver per contract if the holder on the other side demands it. If you remember oil going negative back in May, that was possible because futures are allowed to trade to their true value. They aren't halted, and that's what will make this so fun when the true squeeze happens. Yeah, that's going to be that's going to be very interesting. So we've got all this going on. We've we've got the convids going on. We've got people uh, in, in 
who are fascists in corporations, and fascists in governments trying to shut down free speech. They're going to want to shut down stuff like this so that people can't communicate with one another to organize these kinds of things. You've got QAnon followers following rabbits down holes that are just going to get them trapped. I mean, this going to, the ground's going to cave in on that hole. You've got Christians who claim to be Christians taking the Lord's name in vain and then not behaving as Christians by not having any discernment in the political realm at all. You've got people dying of vaccines while being, we're being told that vaccines are safe and effective. All of this is going on in America. And then we have an administration coming in saying they're going to target domestic terrorists. Again, we did a show on this. I listed for you 72 things we know from government documents of what they said. A majority of you listening to me right now would say you're, you probably fall into some of those categories. And they're saying you're a domestic terrorist. Not them, not the people who are violating the Constitution, not who are writing laws that are against the Constitution, not a, a guy sitting in the Oval Office who is there illegitimately signing legislation that's unconstitutional. No, no, not, not those guys. They're, they're not. Just you and me. You know, the former representative from Hawaii, Tulsi Gabbard, there are a couple of things I like about Ms. Gabbard. I, I really do. Um, I thought she had some, some good ideas on some foreign policy issues. And this latest thing she really spoke out on. I'm going to play that for you. It's about a minute and a half. And she's called out this new legislation that wants to target more than half of America as domestic terrorists, violating the Fourth and Fifth Amendments. I'm telling you. She comes on and she says, while the mob stormed the Capitol to try to stop Congress, and, you know, they were acting like domestic enemies. Um, Yeah, I I just, I don't know that I bought all of that. Some people were, no question about it, but I just don't buy all of them were. I just don't. But she calls out people like John Brennan, Adam Schiff, and the oligarchs in big tech. Uh, hopefully this will play. I think I got my volume fixed. This is uh, Tulsa Gabbard. The mob that stormed the Capitol on January 6th to try to stop Congress from carrying out its constitutional responsibilities were behaving like domestic enemies of our country. But let's be clear. The John Brennans, Adam Schiff's, and the oligarchs in big tech who were trying to undermine our constitutionally protected rights and turn our country into a police state with KGB-style surveillance are also domestic enemies and much more powerful and therefore dangerous than the mob that stormed the Capitol. Now, John Brennan said. So I know looking forward that the members of the the Biden team who have been nominated or have been appointed are now moving in laser-like fashion to try to uncover as much as they can about what looks very similar to insurgency movements that we've seen overseas, Mm -hmm. where they germinate in different parts of a country and they gain strength and it brings together an unholy alliance frequently of religious religious extremists, authoritarians, fascists, bigots, uh, racists, nativists, uh, even libertarians. Now, President Biden 
I call upon you and all members of Congress from both parties to denounce these efforts by the likes of Brennan and others to take away our civil liberties that are endowed to us by our creator and guaranteed in our constitution. If you don't stand up to these people now, then our country will be in great peril. Oh, our country is in great peril already. Uh, that's part of the problem. And, you know, she's right in calling this out. Don't get me wrong. But, you know, Miss Gabbard, you, you want gun control. Um, <laughs> that's a right um, given to us by our creator, too, dear. Uh, what are the civil liberties she's talking about? The Fourth Amendment. You know, we have the right to be secure in our persons and our papers and all of the other things. The Fifth Amendment. Our liberties are not to be taken away from us. Our property is not to be taken away from us without due process of law. I mean, yet, what is a no-fly list? What is a no-fly list? It is an infringement on the very Fifth Amendment. That is in our Constitution, because it puts names on there. Nobody knows who's on there. We've had generals. We've had babies. We've had all kinds of people. We probably have some legitimate criminals on there. But the fact of the matter is, is that you've got all kinds of people who've never been convicted of a crime put on a no-fly list simply because somebody in D.C. said they need to be on that no-fly list. They're infringing upon their liberty without due process. Same thing happens when you go buy a gun. I've said this before. Background checks. Background checks are an infringement upon your liberty. You're assumed guilty, and you must prove your innocence before you can purchase a weapon to keep and bear, which is a right you have by your creator. So it's incredible to me that people don't see this. And you know what? We've got this story coming out today. And I'll have some of these other shows that I made mention of, uh, but I'm running out of time, earlier. Globalists now are preparing for war against domestic terrorists. And I don't think this is in just America. This is going to be worldwide. This comes from the Corbett Report. There's a lot of things we, we have to note here, Corbett says. Fake and staged Cold War 2.0 is being engineered right before your very eyes, as I've been talking about for a year for year after year after year after year, and it's maddening. It's truly maddening to know they're going to build China as the new boogeyman so that ultimately they can engage in the Cold War that is meant to merge these systems so that there will be a technocratic system in all of these countries that will be puppeteered by the same people who are funding it all into existence. If you need to get up to speed on that, please do so quickly. Ladies and gentlemen, the crimes that are being committed are tremendous. And there's only one remedy for it. One, the people of God have to repent. We have to repent of our wickedness. It's not just calling upon God. Don't leave out the part about turning from your wicked ways. We can't just point the finger at the wicked guys up there in D.C. or in the state legislature or in China or wherever. we got to hold the mirror up to ourselves. And James says that it's the perfect law of liberty that we're to look into, and then we're to repent according to what we see there. That's the first step. And then when that's done, guess what? The church can lead the way to bringing justice. 
But so far, the church has sat back. They have pushed the QAnon conspiracies. They have pushed the idolatry of a president instead of pushing the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, the Lord Jesus Christ, as our forefathers did. Oh, they've waved some flags saying appeal to heaven, but they haven't appealed to heaven, and they haven't turned from their wicked ways. And this is why the judgments will continue on Deuteronomy 28, Leviticus 26, 23 hours. See ya.